0: There are certain moments and words that shaped a new era in pro wrestling.
1: Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass.
0: Brett screwed Brett.
2: Die, Rocky die. Suck it!
0: Introducing the Book of Wrestling, 25 catchphrases that explain the Attitude Era. Tune in as we relive one of the most exciting, intense, and over-the-top times in WWE. With new interviews, with the voices that made the promos, calls, and catchphrases into history. Like Shawn Michaels.
1: I could have easily said I'm not going to do it.
0: Triple H. But
1: you're going to have to learn to shit like they said
0: it. And x pac
1: Kate was already dead. Give me
3: a break.
0: The Book of Wrestling. 25 catchphrases that explain the Attitude Era. Coming next week to Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's.
4: Thomas's presents Pondering the Bagel with Tom.
1: Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft, tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast.
0: Welcome to the most dependest ringer wrestling show, WrestleMania 38 Gauntlet Prediction Extravaganza. Day two of WrestleMania on this episode... I assume you listened to the last one. It would be kind of weird if you only picked Day 2, but if you did, here's how this works. I introduce a match. I tell you who I think is going to win, and then one of the Ringer Wrestling Show family, someone from Mac Mania, Cheap Pete, or the Masked Man Show, will come on and try to talk me out of it, try to change my mind. If they do, they get a trophy. They don't really get a trophy. All right, here we go. WrestleMania Night 2. Evan Mack. Yo. Yeah. Johnny Knoxville versus Sammy Zayn. <laughs> I say Johnny Knoxville is gonna win. Talk me out of it. Prove me wrong. See,
5: I, I know you I didn't know you gonna take that approach because I would have been leaning towards that. Because if as anything goes, you know, if, listen, I can get a Steve O appearance, you know, and I can get I can get a Bam
0: Marjera appearance. Nah, that's why I'm picking the Shout, easy shout one. out to Bam.
5: Your, You get the hard job. But Sammy loses so well. So I'm going to say for once at this moment, the grandest stage of them all, the most stupendous WrestleMania, Sami Zayn gets the dub because of all the hardships, all the travesties, all the trials and tribulations he's been through over the years. He gets a win at WrestleMania. Just because, just because of the red carpet stuff and all the foolishness and all things like you sitting back, all you, y'all confident over there Shoemaker, he gets the dub. He's a wormy
0: Weasley heel, but he is WWE's wormy Weasley heel. He can, he's, he's the guy that's gonna be there on Monday. Dang.
5: Uh, You can stay, you can stay where you can stay in firm. You can stay in pat.
0: uh, I want, I want, I can see Sami Zayn holding like just with his arms raised in victory. I'm so close on this one. You know what? (laughs) I'm not making a pick here. I'm calling this one a (laughs) toss-up. You did your job. You did your job. Good job, Evan Mack. I don't know who's going to win. We'll find out. on
5: Sammy, I'm with you, baby. I'm with you.
0: Jack Farmer. Yeah. Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Vince McMahon somehow involved. I think Austin Theory is going to win. Prove me wrong.
6: First, I don't know if we know that Vince McMahon is going to be involved, but... I think that this is Pat McAfee's match to win. One, you look at some of the matches he had in NXT, and they were incredible, but he never got the dub. I think now is the time that he does get the dub. And the reason is, is because think about, play it out in your head. If, if Austin Theory wins, what happens next? He's going to brag about beating a commentator. That doesn't do anything for me. But if Austin Theory loses... Now he has to deal with the wrath of Vince McMahon for not being able to get the job done against a commentator. Now, how is he going to prove himself to Vince McMahon? What's he going to do? Vince McMahon said, I'm cutting you off. And now Austin Theory may have to do things differently than just what he's been doing. It makes the story more interesting if he loses.
0: So I think this is Pat McAfee's match to win. Uh, okay, you say, but what's going to happen next? But, like, what happens next if Pat McAfee wins? Is he on the active roster now? I mean, he's, he's got to go back to the, to his commentary table. Yeah, he goes back and continues to act obnoxious,
6: continues to brag about it. But over on Raw, Austin Theory, that's where he says, hey, Vince, I, I'm sorry I messed up. And Vince says, you don't mess up when you're working for me. I don't accept messing up. And then maybe Vince starts sending guys after Austin Theory instead of waiting for Austin Theory to do something. And now... Austin Theory finds himself on the other side of things, where Vince is sending guys after him instead of being the guy going after
0: people for Vince. Dude, I... Listen, that makes a lot of sense. I don't know. I I mean, I'm really excited to see this match because we all know what McAfee can do in the Mm -hmm. ring. And... You know, we 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 have kind of an idea of what Austin Theory can do. Although this is going to be a big spotlight opportunity for him, right? I mean, he's yeah. a, he's he's one of the pieces. You know, one of the future of the company nominees. I
6: mean, this is a match that's probably going to get more attention outside of wrestling than most of the other matches, really, because Pat McAfee's a big deal.
0: Oh yeah, I saw him on ESPN this morning. He was healing it up. It was fantastic stuff. Uh, listen, I think that this is going to get a lot of attention. But that's why I just remain convinced that they're going to use this opportunity to put over a wrestler. And I think that that's, you know, Pat McAfee doesn't lose a lot by losing. He's a heel manager, you know, but But, uh, anyway. But let,
6: let me ask you this. If he loses, will he continue to talk about this experience on shows going forward? Probably not. He doesn't want to say, hey, remember that time I lost at WrestleMania? True. But if he wins, then when he does these other shows, when he's on ESPN, he can talk about how he won a match at WrestleMania. Hey, check out WrestleMania, this match where I beat up Austin Theory. It makes it worth it for him to continue to promote instead of being like, hey, check out this time I got beat up by some guy. I
0: don't doubt that he'll be able to do that. He will do that. He, he can still do that even if he loses. He can say beat up Austin Theory and then something happened. I don't know. I, listen, I don't know what's going to happen in this match. You made a really strong case. I sure did. But I'm sticking with Austin Theory on this one. Austin Theory's going to win. Pat McAfee's going to... He's going to lose. He's going to lose, guys. Let's move on. All right, Kaz. Yes. Omos versus Bobby Lashley. Day two, WrestleMania. I'm going to go... Maybe this is off the beaten path. I'm gonna go with the big man on this one. I think Omas is gonna win. Talk me out of it. I
2: will talk you out of this because uh the Almighty is is making his valiant return after concussion protocol. And uh, you know, I think Omas how many WrestleMania's
0: have you seen, Dave? Uh, I Probably think all of them. Uh, yeah. Probably all of them. I skipped ten through fifteen. You know I've know never what, seen him. That's a lie, guys. There,
2: <laughs> there's an unwritten rule about WrestleMania. You know what the unwritten rule is? What? If you're over seven feet tall, you can't win. <laughs>
5: oh, okay. okay. If you're over
2: seven feet tall, you can't win. The Undertaker's 6'10". He mm-hmm. barely passes. Right? All right. All right. Everybody, every giant that you could think of at WrestleMania Andre has always suffered Gonzalez. some fates. The great Kali. Giant Gonzalez, Andre the Giant, uh, all these guys, they are made to get slammed. They are made for a guy just like Bobby Lashley to come up, talk to this dude who has been unstoppable ever since leaving AJ Styles to go on his own and just wrecking through people. It's a guy like Lashley that steps up to the plate and puts on not only defeat a Giant, but have a massive feat of strength that we all just are marveled by. Is it going to be a body slam? Is it going to be a powerbomb? He's getting big boy off his feet somehow. And once big boy comes off his feet, there ain't no coming back from that, all right? So I don't know what type of superpowers performers get at WrestleMania, but if you're seven feet one or taller, you're going down, man. So I got... Bobby Lashley making his triumphant return to the big show, and not only winning the match, but he's getting Big Boy airborne somehow. Something's going on. He's, All a, right. he's getting gorilla pressed. He's getting body slammed. Something's going to happen that you're going to be like, "Wow!" Lashley, like, didn't Bobby like cool. have like a torn?
0: labrum he or did. some shit.
2: So he had he had a shoot torn uh, 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 a shoulder issue. He had, yeah, he had shoulder surgery. So
0: you think he's gonna come back from a legit shoulder injury and and gorilla press the biggest man in the company? Hell yeah! <laughs>
2: Hell yeah! Like I don't, I don't foresee them having like a, a five star classic. They're not going to
0: be a bunch of arm drags. In no, this match. but it's a, this is a this is a this is a spectacle. It's going right? to a spectacle. But the spectacle is almost his size, but also Lashley's strength. So it's it's spectacle versus spectacle. What is WWE trying to put over? I think that this is an opportunity to put over this giant who they have high hopes for. Bobby Lashley's gotten a lot of run the past year, but I guess. If you're, you know, setting up Lashley to get right back in the main event, he's going to win. I just think that the Omos push is is slightly more tasty than, the than you know, like rebooting Bobby Lashley. But I don't know. I, I think it's interesting. I can't be swayed. Brian, you make the call. Who's going to win this match? Oh, wait. Brian's going over to the microphone. Hold on. We'll just do, do a cut there. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Appreciate Brian, I mean I thought th- you were th- talking about dip for a
2: second. I was like, I don't think dip has a microphone. <laughs> What's up, dip? <laughs> yeah. Lashley and Omas. Two big black mother effers. <laughs> Who's winning? I feel
6: like
5: Omas is seven foot three.
2: He is, the lar- he is one of the largest men I've ever seen with my own two eyes. Okay. Yeah, you can I just talk next to my microphone, too. That's okay. Yeah. I don't got COVID. All right, so. I think. All right, so. <laughs> Lashley and Omos. Who's going to win this one? Yeah. I feel like Omos got this one. And the okay. only reason, I know you what you said about the unwritten rules, but it's time for him to go to that next level and considering. An Undertaker mm. to put him over and mm. gave him like the ultimate blessing. Mm. What better way than to honor him than by you know solidifying his pick, starting his own WrestleMania legacy. is yeah, what you're yeah. saying, You know, That's I wouldn't it. be I wouldn't be mad at it. You know, I'm I'm am a big Omos fan. I think he's he's grown a lot. I think there's certain things he can't teach and he can't teach being seven foot three and and a monster. Mm. You know, so I mean. I personally would like to see Omos get this win and get, get a moment. Well, I also don't think it's going to come at the expense of a return. Oh, I,
0: almost thought, I thought you almost just talked yourself out of it. All right, I'm going with Brian. The big man's going to win. Uh, sorry, Bobby. <laughs> Dip. I'm back, baby. You, you're the tag team champion of this podcast. RK Bro, Randy Orton and Riddle versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. Triple threat for the tag team titles. I think RK-Bro is going to win
4: because they're just the biggest stars in the match. Prove me wrong. I think you're dead wrong on this one. I think we might finally see this weekend the demolishing of RK-Bro. Ooh. That's my prediction. It has been for, for weeks you know, it's going on very long. I think it's time to turn Riddle heel. Mm -hmm. And I think Alpha Academy is the team that comes out on top. They have the most heat, in my opinion, going into the match and not, not, not the kayfabe heat going into the match. And I feel like it's probably their time to get the titles. I think it's going to be a spot fest, but in the best way possible this match. And, uh, you know, I just don't see Street Profits having sort of the momentum going into this match to really, you know, see, get I would her man, done.
0: I would put it on them second, even though I think Alpha Academy's been insanely good. Here's my question for you. This is an important one. If Riddle turns heel, does that mean he starts wearing his baseball cap the right way? Is that how you signal? <laughs>
4: <Potence>. uh, <laughs> um, But you know, look, I, I think that they've had an incredible run. And everyone knows at some point they're going to break up. Mm-hmm. Randy has spent so long, spent so much of his career as a heel. We've seen it. What else could he possibly do? It's time for Matt Riddle, who, you know, isn't necessarily that important to the company as a, as a babyface, face, it, most likely. And, it, you know, they could probably play with him a little bit and make him a much more interesting character as a heel. He's so would, hateable. It, well, but he's so over. If they could find a way to get Riddle over as a heel, I'm—I mean, that would be just incredible. I'm just look. This is uh, you know, look. I, I live in Dipperstein kayfabe uh, land, and I'm I'm just fan. I'm fantasy booking what I think is you know the best way for them to go. But it's very likely that we do see them win. But I think it's Alpha Academy's time, dude. I, I,
0: if you want to tell me that RK Bro is going to lose, and break, I'm really attra- I'm, uh, Except for the fact that we
4: basically just made the same pick for the Mysterios, that they're going to split up and that's how they're going to lose. We all want to split up. As you Look, for those who listen to Cheap Pete, everybody knows that all I'm doing is looking for something. I need something. I need to hold on to something. Okay, you talked me into it.
0: RK-Bro are going to split up. They're going to lose the titles. And, well, I'm not sure it's Alpha Academy, but I'll give it to you. Alpha Academy is going to win.
4: Dipperstein, two. Shoemaker, zero.
0: This episode is brought to you by Thomas's.
4: Thomas's presents Pondering the Bagel with Tom.
1: Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft. Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate.
0: Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. Greg Hyde. Stack Guy Greg. Zelina and Carmella versus Sasha and Naomi versus Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan versus Natalia and Shayna Baszler. I think, I think that Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan
5: are going to walk out with the belts. Prove me wrong. I think that. Well, first of all, we can rule out. We're going to get new champions. Zelina and Carmella. Carmella has bigger fish to fry. She's getting married afterwards. She's going on her honeymoon. She can't just take the tag team championship with her. So. Zelina and Carmella, their time as champ- champions are done. Natalia has the most ruthless partner, though, right? Because Zelina and Carmella, Carmella's concerned with, you know, being beautiful. She's not trying to get punched in the face. You know, Rhea Ripley talks about being a nightmare, but she hasn't really gone there on the main roster yet. Natalia has Shayna Baszler, who is and I say this with all due love and respect to Shayna, she's a psycho. Like, we <laughs> we watched her bite Becky Lynch's neck for fun. They never did anything with that. Like, she breaks people's arms for fun. She tries to tear people's limbs off. And that's just when there's nothing on the line. It just does, to get a win it the it does
0: seem like every three months, WWE remembers that they're trying to do like a... Shayna Baszler can destroy everyone at once gimmick, and then they forget about it. But maybe WrestleMania is the night. Maybe th- this is the time when they remember that again.
5: Yeah, and, and of course, it's for some actual stakes, right? Because that's when you see Shayna go crazy. Like, she chokes people out when there's a title on the line. When there's a championship opportunity on the line, she eliminated every other woman in the elimination chamber in a yeah. different in a different way. So, like, everybody got eliminated in some form of fashion by her completely differently than the other person. So now with the championship on the line, Natalia is the one with the most, ruthless, the most ruthless partner. So I think Ooh. she's going to be the one.
0: I'm surprised what, you didn't try to talk me into Sasha Banks and Naomi.
5: Again, Shayna Baszler is the, is the X factor, right? But you don't think that
0: there's some... I mean, listen, I think that Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan are going to win because, you know, they... It, I don't know. They sort of make sense as a team in a way. But Naomi and Sasha Banks is two of the biggest stars on the roster. You don't think giving them the titles, giving them a celebration and the WrestleMania spotlight is uh, something WWE would do?
5: Listen, they, they can get their pat on the back after the match if it's, if it's that great, right? They don't, you don't just hand them a championship because they're great people. It has to make sense in some form of fashion. And a feel-good story, you can get that out of, like you said, you can get that out of Rhea and Liv, or you can get that out of Sasha and Naomi. But the only team... That gives you the, we don't care, we're going to make these championships mean something because they mean that much to the person holding it because she's willing to tear through everybody to get it. The only team that gets you that is Shayna and Natalya.
0: You know what? I'm this close. But you didn't talk me into it. You lose. (laughs) Rhea Ripley and uh, and Liv Morgan are going to (laughs) win.
5: You could have talked me into Naomi and Sasha, but but
0: you didn't. You you decided not to, so that's it. We'll see. All right. We'll see. Thank you, Greg. (laughs) Flobo, Edge versus AJ Styles. Yeah. For the sake of everyone listening to this and the sake of comedy, (laughs) I say AJ Styles is going to win this match.
3: You're right. The end.
0: You have to prove me wrong.
3: I, oh, man. Don't do this to me, man. I, okay, look. I feel AJ has to win. He will win. Um, I got to prove
0: how, A, how Edge is actually going to win this Talk match. Me, yes. I, Talk me into Edge winning.
3: I uh, you know, uh, he has lighting effects. I- I'm out of I'm out of words. Okay, look, okay. Let me be serious about this. Edge is a Hall of Famer. People uh-huh. love him. He came back. He won the Royal Rumble. That shit count for something. And he has the edge. And he, no pun intended. Has a higher ground. Had uh, AJ Styles on the shelf for a couple weeks. He has a little bit more in the Stammer's department. Can't knock that from him. Will he win? How he's going to win? I am not sure. But if Edge wins this one this will cement him as one of the biggest comebacks in wrestling history.
0: Mhm. That's it. That's all I got. That's all I can say in good faith. That's all. I think this is going to be a hell of a match. I'm, so, I'm I'm sorry for you that you hate Edge so much that you're not going to be able to enjoy it. This could be this is this if this gets 15 minutes this is the match of the weekend.
3: Yeah, and AJ Styles is going to win. It's going to be great because AJ Styles needs that WrestleMania moment. He's that great, but I can't defend it. I can't. I just can't do it. Uh,
0: again, just for your sake, <laughs> I'm going to say you talked me into it. Edge is going to win. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Oh, wait. Here comes Greg. Wait. Okay. It's that guy Greg just tagged himself in. Talk me into Edge.
5: Edge is evil like we've never seen him. So there's no way for AJ to even prepare for Edge, right? Now, this is a man who, since he's come back, he's been happy-go-lucky, smiling, putting smiles on kids' faces, kissing babies. He hasn't taken it to where he really needed to go to do the things that he wants to accomplish. This is a man who's a former champion, Rumble winner, king of the ring, money in the bank, cashed in successfully twice. He's done everything. That was all from
0: memory, folks. He's done
5: everything there is to do, and since he's come back, he's been getting embarrassed. He was part Roman put him on top of Daniel Bryan and pinned them both mm. to close out the last WrestleMania. Seth went to his house, ate apples, drank orange juice, ate Snickers, kicked over the garbage and then won the feud. You think Edge wants to be remembered like that after being the guy who stole Matt Hardy's girl and then beat him up when he came back? who beat up John Cena's father every time he showed his face in backstage over a title, who had a live sex celebration just because he could. And when Nate came out to interrupt, slapped an old man for for daring to get in the ring while he was trying to handle his business. This is the guy that we're talking about. And he's come back with the new lighting and the new music and the new look. And he's telling us that he's even more evil than that. He knows where he's stepping in the ring against on Sunday in AJ Styles. AJ has no idea what he's up against. AJ is, we just got to pray for AJ. It's a losing battle. He's got nothing. Edge is going to destroy him. And then we're going to see an evil edge like we've never seen before. And that's why he's going to win. All right.
0: Now you've really got me convinced. Edge is going to win. Peter Rosenberg, Brock Lesnar, versus Roman Reigns, champion versus champion for the unified whatever it's going to be. Main event of night two of WrestleMania. This is the big one. We call it WrestleMania Sunday. WrestleMania Sunday. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. He's reading from the official WWE script. <laughs> um, I think Roman Reigns is going to win and be the unified double champion. Prove me wrong. Um,
1: Brock Lesnar is currently in the midst of the best run of his career. I believe. Not from a dominance standpoint, but who really cares about that? From an entertainment standpoint, yeah, Brock Lesnar is doing the best work of his career. And to beat Roman Reigns on WrestleMania Sunday in the biggest WrestleMania match of all time, title versus title, to me, it is is a major piece of the legacy for Brock Lesnar that he needs to solidify him in that highest, you know, we just did the tears of Mage. Mm -hmm. For him to end up in the top tier, it's not only that he was dominant during Ruthless Aggression, right, and and then he came back in the 2010s and had his run and and had great matches with, you know, um, Cena and the like. I think for him to be thought of in the way that I'm not saying he cares about being thought of because the truth is I don't think he gives a damn, Mm -hmm. but in order for him to be thought of in the way the WWE would like Brock Lesnar to be thought of, I think it would be incredibly meaningful for him to beat Roman Reigns in this spot.
0: I think that the main argument, if I was going to make the case for Brock, I would say every time I say Brock doesn't need to win this match, for some reason he wins the match. And this is one of those cases. I agree with what you, what you said. I, I, I just find it hard to imagine Roman Reigns not doing it. Except, I don't know. There's also the, here's a question for you. You don't know the answer to this, presumably, but, you know, you can make a guess. If Vince McMahon is sitting in his office, backstage office at AT AT&T Stadium, whatever, and at various points during WrestleMania Sunday, before the show goes on, both Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns come in for secret meetings, and both of them say, Vince, I need to win this match. You have to let me win this match. Which oh, is a great, great hypothetical. <laughs> if Vince has, if both of them are like, I know I'm usually down for whatever, but for what, for you know, whatever the laundry list of reasons is, I have to win tonight. You have to let me win tonight. Who does Vince give the match to?
1: I think Vince would would side with Roman. I am totally making that up, but I assume that based on Rome, the way Roman's career has unfolded. I mean, listen, Brock Lesnar told told me in an interview on ESPN a couple weeks ago that he had, re- he had legit quit when the pandemic started and was done. And I said, why'd you come back? And he just said, cha-ching. You know, listen, Vince forgives those things and it's, and, and I think he will always do business, but does he have an appreciation
0: for the guys who haven't made him go through that? Mm-hmm. I would say so. I would say there's an appreciation for Roman Reigns. But Roman, I mean, but Brock is a force of nature sort of both in and out of the ring. I kind of feel like Vince, I feel like the answer is Vince would side with Roman, but also I feel like if Brock said, I'm going to win, then everyone would just be like, "Okay, I guess he's winning." Then like, no. Well, that's the that's the problem. I mean,
1: if it's a shoot, then he Brock's Not even always, a shoot.
0: I just feel like whatever, like he manifests his own reality. Right, right. People would say, "Okay," but here's
1: the thing: it's a fun hypothetical, but would never happen because both of them truly get it, and Brock yeah. in particular doesn't care. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I really get the sense that like he's just having fun with his cowboy hat on mm-hmm. and like talking for the first time. He seems so loose. I have to tell you, I haven't talked to you yet since I had interviewed him. Yeah. I had never exchanged a word with him ever prior. Prior, oh, never seen him a million times. I walked past. He, he doesn't. He's like a very scary statue standing against the wall most of the time. Yeah, and and I just keep it moving, never say anything. And so when we did this interview a few weeks ago, I had phone calls. I talked to Paul Heyman. He, you know, it was the second interview he did. He did McAfee a couple Mm -hmm. weeks before us, and then he did our show. And they wanted to promote this garden show, so he came. And, and mania, so he came by, and I'm I'm, I'm really nervous, because I'm being told, like, this doesn't happen often, makes, you know, yeah. let's let's focus on these things, blah, blah, blah. I, he shows up, he's sitting in, like, a green room at ESPN, and I go up to him, I introduce myself, he seems very friendly, and I'm like, hey, dude, just so you know, you know, we're gonna talk about this, and don't worry, I'm not gonna talk all inside technical or anything like that, I'm not gonna try to ask you about competition and other companies, or don't worry. He literally looked at me like, dude, I don't care talking about everyone he was he was the wow. most open book regular dude. I, I was completely disarmed by him like he is a really cool dude who you can tell really is driven by just kind of enjoying life so like the idea I think he probably loves the idea if he ends up losing and has that moment where he's looking at the lights and it's the biggest moment of Roman's career. I don't think Brock Lesnar hates that
0: Wow well, that's profound uh. <laughs> I think you just talked me into my own answer, right? Yeah, accidentally. Okay. Well, guess what? You lose. I win. The answer is Roman Reigns wins in the main event of WrestleMania Sunday. Guys, that is a wrap.